What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. And we are back again. It is week six of the NFL fantasy football season. We are going to be breaking down our week six IDP rankings. Um, we'll talk about other stuff too. take questions and answers from the audience. I'm also streaming this on TikTok, trying to get a little bit more traction going over there. So if you're watching on YouTube and you don't follow our TikTok, make sure you check that out. Um, but yeah, we got a great show for you guys. You know, we're really getting into the heart and soul of the season. Some of you are fighting for that playoff spot. Some of you are trying to keep yourselves up there on top without getting a little too lazy. So uh, let's let's stay sharp out there, IDP Army. We've got a good show for you. As always, we do want to thank our Patreons. And I just want to say, you know, I our Patreons really do keep the lights on. You know what I'm saying? There's a handful, you know, there's 40, 50, 60 of you, I think, right now. But every every single one of you guys and gals who is, you know, throwing a little money at us is helping us scale up. Just had a talk with the guys last night from Offensive Points about some of our dynasty content that we have coming, some of our best ball content that we have coming, some of the stuff we have planned for the senior bowl, for the shrine bowl. All of that stuff is possible because you guys and gals out there are willing to throw your, you know, your money where your mouth is and appreciate the content that we are putting out on the podcast, on the channel. You know, it's two dollars, you know, as little as a quarter every weekday. You know, you can join our Patreon, help keep the lights on around here, help us keep scaling up, help us keep getting the message out there. Um, you know, so we appreciate you, Patreons and all you new Patreons. I know are going to come flooding in. We appreciate you all, too. But uh, let's go ahead and start talking about this upcoming week. So fantasy football really is getting crazy. We're having a lot of injuries, but it's not like guys are missing time. It's like they're scaring us that they're going to miss time. We have, you know, Micah Parsons. People are getting a lot of groin injuries. Ankles are starting to get rolled. The wear and tear of the NFL season is starting to show up uh, more regularly than it had in the past. Uh, the, you know, the first couple of weeks, um, we're seeing player. We're kind of understanding how the flow, the ebb and flow of this season is going to go. So as we've, you know, been doing that, we've been adapting a lot of our rankings. We've been learning a lot about what these teams are and aren't. Um, you know, even last night's game was crazy to watch. Uh, at any moment, you know, either team could have taken over that game, but neither of them really did. It was just very. There's still, even though we do have a lot of information, there's a lot of stuff we have yet to learn in the fantasy football and in the NFL this season. So um, we're going to go ahead and just uh, thanks. Hey, I appreciate it. Appreciate everybody that's in here. If you have any questions, of course, always just leave those here. I guess we'll just go ahead and start talking about the IDP rankings. I have those over here. I'll pull those up, um, you know, and as we go through, if you guys have questions. And I'm even going to make some adjustments probably today because I haven't made any adjustments since maybe yesterday, two days ago. Um, so I have both my uh, screens pulled up to do that. But let's go ahead and pull this up. Take a look here. If you all noticed on the YouTube channel, we've done a little bit of uh, increased production value. Um, I want to give you, I want to I spoil y'all. I want to spoil the IDP army. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all y'all deserve it. So here are my, uh, you know, if you go to idparmy.com, you can check out all of our rankings. Let's just start with DL. So I bring up this page. And I'm also going to bring up 
this page um, because sometimes the rankings don't update. So I'll look at things and you guys and gals on the YouTube will be seeing something a little different for whatever reason. They're not updating as quickly as they should, in my opinion. So I want to make sure that we're able to make moves and see if these are pretty close to. So first uh, DL players we got here this week, we've got Nick Bosa, Cam Jordan, Trey Hendrickson, uh, that's going to be a really interesting game between the Saints and the um, Houdat and Houday, you know, the Saints and the Bengals. I'm very interested. Got two DL players from that game. Very high. Brian Burns, Gregory Roussel. I have him at five. I actually think he's probably going to end up coming down just a little bit by the time this is all said and done. Started off the season really, really hot, uh, has been putting up some not great games, so. The problem is he's a DL player. So what do we know about DL players? DL players are going to be hit or miss. Sometimes they'll have massive games. Sometimes they won't. For instance, I had Bradley Chubb on my bench last week um, in one of my main IDP leagues, one of my main IDP dynasties. I had DeForest Buckner also on my bench. Why? Because they hadn't done much for me lately. I got a rude awakening, a slap in the face. Like, you know, the DL position – Sometimes you just got to rock with the talent, you know what I mean? Especially if the guy's healthy. I, DeForest Buckner's been healthy. Bradley Chubb's been healthy. I knew that. But I was just tired of being like, eh, eh. I paid for it last week. Same thing with Montez Sweat in one league. But I put him in. He had a great game last night. It was good to get that jolt. So I'm sure some of you all probably experienced that as well. Um, let's go ahead and look over here and see if these are pretty similar. Yeah, it looks like they're pretty much on point here. Uh, Greg Roussel, Demarcus Lawrence at six on the site, Cameron Jordan at seven, Micah Parsons at eight, Sam Hubbard at nine. That looks, yeah, looks like they're on par over here. Um, so a couple of guys that are a little lower than maybe consensus, Miles Garrett. The reality is, uh, the, the New England quarterbacks don't get sacked a lot. Um, so I can't, I can't give him too, too, too much, uh, equity this week. And he's, you know, he's been banged up. You know, the reality is he was in that car wreck and he kind of has been not having great games. I, I He's still a DL1 for me this week. Obviously, he's here in my top 12, but I am not as high as him as I once was. And honestly, looking at where I've got old Alex Highsmith down here, I think I'm going to have to move Alex Highsmith up a little bit because um, I know I would rather play him over Miles Garrett this week. So I'm just going to go ahead and make that move right now here with y'all. Um, I've got some questions in here. Let's see what we got. And anybody that's watching on TikTok, throw us some likes. Ask any fantasy football questions, offense, defense, special teams, like my man Sean McVay says. But a lunch table legend on YouTube says, what's up, Army? So someone dropped Shaquille Leonard, and I scooped him for $22 of my $100 fab. He's still an insanely elite linebacker one when he returns. Is that correct? Top five to ten linebacker every week. Yes. I mean, you can say that confidently. He is a top five to 10 linebacker every week when he returns and $22 to get a player like that off of fab. I think that was worth it. Now, the reality, though, is we don't know what kind of longevity Shaquille Leonard has at this point. I mean, it's it's hit or miss if he plays week to week. It's going to start being like that season to season. 27 years old. Mason, and I actually just had a conversation about this. Uh, I think it was last week on the show, on the ranking show. You know, because it is a real question for IDP managers. Um, but for the rest of this season, lunch table legend, I'm fine with it. You know, I think that you it's better to have a player like that on your team than have him on somebody else's team facing them. You know what I mean? Like, that's just like basic. How do you play fantasy football? So, um, OK, lunch table legend. Another one says, also, what are your thoughts on Deion Jones? I feel like he can be awesome in the system and they desperately need linebacker help. 
Dion has never had under 100 tackles in a season when he played 10 plus games. And I mean, you kind of your argument's right there. You know, it's he's going to be good. They put him on that team for a reason. He's going to get the playing time. Um, you know, he shouldn't be on waivers. Am I running out there, you know, falling over people and pushing over kids and old ladies to get Deion Jones on my team? No. But am I very happy to have him on my team? Yeah. And am I willing to play him this week? Probably. Probably as a safe, you know, low-end linebacker, too. I would feel pretty comfortable with him, assuming he's healthy, assuming all the reports and all that stuff comes out good. i uh, got a question here on the old ticker talker, so I'll answer that real fast. Um, says, what does he say here? So would you trade Dalvin, Madison, Gallup for Pittman, Waddle, and Hunt? Uh, it's a three-wide receiver, no flex, standard. So no flex spot, Dalvin, Madison, and Gallup for Pittman, Waddle, and Hunt. So you get two wide receivers back for giving up two running backs. I, I'm i not a Pittman guy, honestly, uh, but I would consider it in this situation because having three wide, having an extra wide receiver in a league that's not allowing you to flex is going to be relevant, you know, in your fantasy football season. So, yeah, I think I, I would do that. And Kareem Hunt is running backs this year. Like the best guys aren't even that better, much better than the guys that are like at five, six, seven, 10, 15. I mean, it's not much different. So, yeah, I'm fine putting Kareem Hunt on and in my lineups, and I think you've been a good spot. And I don't even like Michael Pittman, and I'm giving a pro put Michael Pittman on your team take over here. So uh, don't, don't, tell, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. I got two mics right now. That's why I'm kind of like goofing off over here. This is not my normal setup, but you know what? Got to get uncomfortable to grow, as they say, as the Internet sages say. All right, I've got another question here on TikTok, and I'll jump back over to my YouTube questions, which are coming through as well. It says, Taysom Hill is a must-start with his ceiling next to only Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey at tight end. I, it's a statement I would honestly agree with. I mean, yeah, he is. I mean, he's not a chump. He's a, an elite, efficient quarterback, backup, running back, tight end, whatever the fuck Taysom Hill is. He's a weapon. He's one of these guys that's a weapon. He's like my—he's like Micah Parsons. There's a handful of players in the NFL that aren't positional players. They're weapons. Um, Lamar Jackson is a weapon, okay? Taysom Hill is a weapon. Micah Parsons is a weapon. Uh, TJ Watt is a weapon. These guys are so good at what they do. It's just they're not normal. You can't qualify them as normal players. Debo Samuel is a weapon. Tyreek Hill is a weapon. You know, these are guys that no matter where you are, if you're at your one yard line, their one yard line or anywhere in between. The odds are that you're trying to find a way to get those guys massively involved. So I would agree with that. Um, so that was a good question slash comment coming on from TikTok. So let's slide back over to the old YouTube folks. What are y'all? What are y'all up to? What do y'all think about these? Uh, I guess ooh, I don't know what I'm doing over here. Um so that's a kind of a let's go ahead and look a little bit deeper into my DL rankings here before I get to these next questions. Oh, got um, I'll just slide down so you guys can kind of see on YouTube and ask me questions about it. Maybe that'd be an easier format. Y'all can take a peek over here and just kind of you know, riff with me. All right. Last question is Michael Walker playing week six. Uh, also, who do I play week six? Miles Jack or Logan Wilson? Man, Logan Wilson is not what he was last year. Um, as far as fantasy points, as far as tackles, as far as everything. So play Miles Jack. Miles Jack is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a Miles Jack hater, but I'm definitely not a Miles Jack apologist. But I recognize that he's a player that I want in my lineups, and he's, he, he's 
staying healthy. He's not doing anything special, but he's not doing anything wrong. And that's kind of a perfect spot to be in for a lot of linebackers, especially if you're at the end of the season, you know what I'm saying? He's going to have some, some stuff stacked up. So uh, I don't know about Michael Walker though. Oh, looks like somebody just commented um, on the actual YouTube video, not in the comments, which is interesting how they pulled that off. It says Michael Walker confirmed out this week. So there you go. Lunch table legend. Somebody's coming through for you out there. Um, all right. Chris Ludlam on the old YouTube says, and I'll slide back over here. This next question on TikTok in just a second. But he says, with Bosa out, do you think Drake Jackson edge for San Francisco is a good play? No, I don't. I'm already committed to him, drafted him in a couple of leagues. All right. Well, it sounds like you do. <laughs> I know you're not big on rookies, but he seems productive when on the field. I mean, Thanks for putting a bug in my ear about him because I was kind of looking at kind of what I wanted to do with the backup, you know, defensive line players with San Francisco with Bosa out. And I was kind of just like, I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like there really wasn't much that I saw that looked interesting. Now I will say his name has come up in a couple of spots that I've, you know, been, you know, people put other bugs in my ear, but it's good to hear that from the people out here that are playing with him. I'm assuming you're a San Francisco fan because you're intimately involved with, uh, you know, knowing that he's kind of the next man up. So uh, if you want to put him on your team, I, you know, if he's going to be a good developmental player, I would, you know, he could be a plug and play, like kind of a streamer type. But I don't, I'm not like dying to get him on, on my roster and my starting roster, if that makes sense. Uh, question on TikTok says, Cup Dylan for JT Goblin and Pittman. No, just keep Cup and Dylan. You don't want JT, you don't want Goblin, and you don't want Pittman. You don't want them. You think you do because there's three of them, and you're like, oh, wow, and you're calculating, and you're, eh. no, you don't want that shit. You want A.J. Dillon. What you really want is Cooper Cup. That's all you want. You already got it, my friend. Keep it. Don't give away free game. Speaking of which, uh, this is probably a good time again to plug. You can join our Patreon for a quarter a weekday, okay? Support the channel. Give love back to us. Um, help us scale up. Get some more cool merch going out there. Help us get to the Senior Bowl. Help us get to the Shrine Bowl. Um, you know what I'm saying? Let us help you win some uh, some fancy football money. So we got a question here. Rashad Weaver or Nwosu in Dynasty? Okay, that's a good question. I'm definitely going Rashad Weaver. Nwosu's been a guy who's like been around for a while. Not really. Like he's come up and he's, you know, as a name and he goes away. And he comes up as a name and he goes away. So... Rashad Weaver is the first time he's kind of come up and he's on the come up. Uh, so I think that there's a little bit more upside to be gathered there. So let's take a little quick look here again at my rankings for the DL. Um, just things, a couple of players to note. Definitely Matt Judon has been coming up the ranks every week. Aaron Donald is going down a little bit for me weekly. I know that he had a big game this last week, but he's not – He's not consistent. You know what I mean? That's the thing with uh, even with some of these bigger names in IDP, like it's OK to it's OK to fade them out of your lineup. You're not saying they're a bad player. You're just kind of acknowledging that there are better plays for fantasy. Um, one of those better plays, I think, you know, Matt Judon, Khalil Mack, Neil Hunter. These players are all uh, been coming up. Even Rashawn Gary, who got a lot of questions about him this offseason from people, um, didn't play a huge amount of snaps, so I was kind of hesitant to get in on him. But he's been really, really, really good this year. Let's see if we can pull up his raw stats real quick here. Fourteen total tackles um, so far this year in five games. 
He had 27 tackles last year in 16. So his floor is pacing up five sacks through five weeks. That's kind of crazy. I mean, he is he's on pace to do some serious stuff this year. Um, and wow, I mean, even I am kind of like just processing what I'm looking at here to a, to a degree. I mean, look at this in 2019, 13 total tackles last 2020, 19 last year, 27. He's already got 14 this year, which means he's on pace for. But I mean, let's just do the math. He's on pace for what is that? 45. 45 tackles. I mean, that would be 50 percent more on his previous season total. Um, oh, or maybe they have the split up differently. Maybe this is like total tackle and this is assist. Okay, so we had 47 last year, so he's got 22 this year, it looks like. Still, still pacing for like 60. You know what I'm saying? So Rashawn Gary, I have him up in my rankings, as you all can see over here. He's slowly been creeping up. Um, now that I'm even looking at it a little bit more, I'm very glad that, you know, sometimes your peripheral, you know, your, your parasympathetic nervous system is just doing stuff out there for you, and you don't even really realize it. All right, let's jump over to these linebackers, because that's what everybody really loves. We're here for the linebackers. Um, and again, if you all have any questions, hit me up. Oh, I got a question on the old ticker talker. Let's see what we see here. It says, would you trade ETM for Melvin Gordon or J.K. Dobbins? Mm. You know, I'm not really a big J.K. Dobbins guy. I'm not a I'm not a big Travis Etienne guy. I am a big Melvin Gordon guy, but I'm probably not going to do that just because Etienne still kind of has. I mean, the difference between Etienne and J.K. Dobbins is like almost nothing. Um, and I feel like we have a little more unknown upside with Etienne. We kind of, I mean, Dobbins even though he missed last year, this is his third year in the league. We got three games this season. We had a whole rookie year, you know. I mean, go look at his touches. I said something about this last night on the live. I uh, think he, he only gets like 14, 15 touches in his big games. He only plays like 50, 55% of snaps in his big games. He only catches four passes. He only receives four targets in his big games. Now, that's not even his average. You know what I'm saying? Like, his usual is like one target a game through his whole career. So, ETN to me feels like the smarter one to keep. And that, that question came in from uh, TikTok. All right, so let's talk about these linebackers real quick. I do see I have another question here on TikTok. I'll get to that in just a second because I don't want to ne neglect my folks over here on YouTube that have been riding with me for, you know, four years. Just for some TikTok homies that be sliding through. But still love you. All right, so we got Roquan Smith at number one. He actually played last night, had a pretty good game. Duh, because he's amazing. Had a sack, had like 11 tackles. Uh, I got Pete Werner way up here at number two. His solo tackle numbers are just rock solid. Even though his snaps aren't 100%, it, he, he's, he has, he, he's kind of doing what Jordan Brooks did last year, who I have right below him, where it's just like it's not flashy, but it's like it's just starting to really add up his overall point value. Foy Sado Lacoon, Devin White, CJ Mosley, these are kind of chalky at this point in this year. Nick Bolton has found his way into the top 10 this week. Dude's just been a beast all season. He was one of our sleepers coming into the year. If you watch the sleeper series, um, he just had a lot. He had, he's doing everything that we saw him do last year, but he's doing it on 100% of snaps now. Mwah. That's what we love to see. All right, it's what we love to see as a Chiefs fan and as an IDP fan. Um, so Devin Lloyd coming in pretty high. Bobby Wagner a little bit lower than you're used to seeing. Logan Wilson a little bit lower than you used to see him probably. Michael Walker, someone did just say he was confirmed out. So thankfully, I'm here with you all. 
and fantasy pros doesn't have that updated yet just gonna click this little x button right here and he's gonna go away uh and then we got jordan hicks coming in at 12 micah parsons at 13 micah parsons was questionable still has the q next to his name i heard that he was at practice yesterday though or maybe it was already today um so i'm pretty confident that he's going to play all right i'm gonna answer some questions on the youtube now because i'm a little behind want to show some love um okay so you're asking this is about the drake uh, the Drake Jackson question. No, I'm in a super deep league, 16 teams, 32, 16 teams and 32 teams with rookie drafts as large as seven. All teams get a pick. So that was seven round 13. Just grabbed him at 5.4. Thanks. Yeah, that's a deep, deep league. I mean, if you're playing 16, 32, you would be relevant. I mean, Drake, Drake Jackson's very relevant in a league that size. So that was out of context for me to kind of not be more aware of that. Um, definitely somebody you're probably going to look to play. Um, honest, if I'm being honest, I don't play, I only play in like two leagues that are like super duper deep IDP. Um, it just gets really, really hairy offense or defense. doesn't matter when you start getting 16, 32 teams out there. I mean, it just gets, start gets real weird. Shit gets real weird, real fast. All right. After Jack Jones last two weeks with the Pats, how you feeling on him? I'm going to say the same thing. I always say I don't watch Patriots games. I don't I don't subject myself to that kind of torture offensively or defensively. Now, I will say I did see the highlights. I saw he caught a couple interceptions. Billy throwing this question out here. He's the one who was on. Um, who was your guy last year that you were all over early in the season? I can't remember his name. He's on the Chargers now. J.C. Jackson. Billy was on J.C. Jackson weeks and weeks before the season started, so I will give him a little love here. Uh, so I know Billy, he, he's a closet Patriots fan, it sounds like. Um, but I, 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 if you're into him and if you're out here poking me like that, I'm going to take that as a bull sign. So I'm, I'm more into Jack Jones than I was before you said that. Uh, we'll get to the DB rankings and see where he's at, and maybe we can make an adjustment with the, uh, with the class here. All right, Chris coming in again. Yeah, I'm glad I took your advice. I dumped Bush for Gary preseason. I need to start a collection of all the nice things people say because they're really nice. I'm happy that that worked out for you. Uh, Gary, and even though I brought Gary up this year as somebody who maybe to look at, like I was hesitant. I mean, you guys know how I am. I'm always a little skeptical. But then when I'm in, I'm all in. Um, Rashawn Gary, I mean, he's, he's big shit popping right now. Um, about the only – I mean – he and Devondre Campbell are like the guys. I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't even hardly that guy anymore. I mean, I hate to be like that, but it's just, oh, he's, he looks he looks as old as Tom Brady is. <laughs> uh, all right, I said I would answer this question on TikTok. I said, would you rather have Olave or Walker in your second flex? Walker. Why am I drawing a blank on who that is? Is that Waller? Maybe. Hit me, hit, let me know on old TikTok, and I'll slide back to that one. Another one said, I already have Chubb, Jacobs, Adams, Debo, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, yeah, that didn't really help me with the context much. Cup and Dylan and Godwin. I think I already answered that. Hit me up again. I'll try to do better uh, with more context. I would love to answer that. Um, all right, I'll slide down in the rankings real quick. I need to just get rid of this tab because I keep clicking it, and it doesn't do anything. Okay, so let's take a look at my linebacker twos through the rest of this week. Um, got TJ Edwards. He's been coming up the ranks. Got Eric Kendricks, which when I was coming back from Detroit last week from my flight to Detroit to St. Louis, there was a guy on my plane two rows ahead of me, had an Eric Kendricks jersey on. I wanted to slap an IDP Army sticker in his hand, but I never got able to get up close enough to him to say what's up, what's up. But uh, it was really cool to see that. 
And I'm sure all defensive players love seeing their jerseys out there. Uh, Miles Jack, like I said earlier in the question, he's coming up the ranks. He's, you know, someone you want to play. Zier Franklin, as long as as long as old uh, Shaquille Shaquille Leonard's out, I mean, okay, Kenneth Walker over here in the question marks. Uh, I would definitely play Kenneth Walker. Definitely. Uh, okay, coming back over here to YouTube. Zier Franklin's been a beast this year. As long as Shaquille Leonard's out, just keep playing him in perpetuity as a top guy because that defense is gonna, is on the field so much. Matt Ryan is so not good. You know, he's basically like if Carson Wentz was. Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan are like the same person, except one of them was actually good before, and one of them's just like, I don't know, old. I know they've both been to Super Bowls. So don't even come at me, Eagles fans. Um, I get it. Okay, Demario Davis, Levante David, Cole Holcomb comes in at 20, which he played last night. I don't even really know what he ended up finishing the stat line with. I need to double-check that. Fred Warner at 21, Quad Alexander at 22. He's been coming up the rank. He's double, need to double-check on Quincy Williams, see if he's going to be playing this week. I don't think he is, um, but if he is, we'll have to slide uh, Quan down just a little bit. Then we got Rashawn Evans, Bobby Okrecki uh, finishing us out here. So those are the linebacker twos for the week. Uh, if you all have any questions in the comments, please let me know. I'm going to answer uh, some of these questions over here in the YouTube comments now because I'm falling behind. And that's what we're here for. We're here to uh, give the people what they want. Hand-to-hand combat, hand-to-hand help. I keep looking at my TikTok camera. I should be looking at y'all because you're my real people. These people are just algo people. Now you're people too. All right. Hi. Great show. Top insight. Well, thank you. Too kind. I have both Zach Allen and Watt. Who should I start? Don't start JJ Watt. The days of starting JJ Watt are over. Like, yeah, just don't do that. Um, Zach Allen's playing basically so many snaps. He's getting a reasonable amount of points. Uh, he's kind of slowly, I mean, he's kind of one of those guys. He's been on our waiver wire show for the last few weeks. It hasn't been like a monster game because the Cardinals suck. He's kind of in that, he's, you know, but it's, he keeps showing up. Um, so I would be very interested in Zach Allen. Great content. Hey, another person giving us the old love. We appreciate it. Thoughts on Rashawn Jenkins, Rayshawn Jenkins rest of season. Worth it. I've been coming around on Rayshawn Jenkins more the last couple of years. Uh, and I, I have been several leagues, you know, it's, it's going to depend on how deep your league is though. Like if you're in a shorter league, you know, where you start maybe one or two or three, maybe max sort of defensive, uh, defensive backs, or maybe DB flexes. Might want to lay off of him, you know, maybe try to find a higher floor, more consistent kind of like one. But, I mean, if you're in a deep league where you're starting, you know, two or three plus a flex or two, Rayshon Jenkins is a player you definitely want to have uh, hanging around on your team. Um, Infinite Possibilities, who's been hitting me up on Facebook, the old Facebook group, which is the IDP group, which is dope. Um, He says, which do you like better? Rest of season, Sam Harvard and Trey Hendrickson. That's not even a fair question because they're like, they're going to, here's the thing with those two. They're probably going to score almost the exact same amount of points and they're going to do it completely differently. I cannot wait till the end of the season to bring up their production profiles in the ultimate IDP index, which is available to people on our black ops tier Patreon and show them how you can be a, an edge player of a certain type and still be super relevant for fantasy football. And you can be an edge player of a different type and be super relevant for IDP fantasy football. 
different snap share percentages, different production profiles. And I, I literally cannot wait to have a full awesome year of this. I guess I could pull up there last year, but I think it's going to show up a little bit more this year because Sam Hubbard seems like he's gotten a little better at finishing some of his plays, um, which we've kind of been waiting for. But uh, anyway, now to answer your, your question, Trey Hendrickson. And I only say that because I was doggedly on Trey Hendrickson when so many people doubted him to where I just want to just like, I don't want that to get lost. So many things get lost in the past, you know, saying fantasy receipts doing a good job drudging up the past. There's a lot of dog shit out there, but all the good stuff gets lost. Um, people are like, oh, it's unbecoming to pat yourself on the back, blah, blah. You are your biggest advocate. Anybody watching this in any situation, you are your biggest advocate. If you aren't willing to go to bat for yourself, don't don't go out. Don't live your life thinking somebody else is going to do it for you. So I'll remind people, Trey Hendrickson is dope. I've been saying he's dope for a long ass time. So I'm going to stick with him. And I was a Sam Hubbard guy. The very first IDP fantasy football article I ever wrote, the first player I ever really put my name on was Sam Hubbard, which is kind of crazy to think about. And even then, people didn't like him because Sam Hubbard used to be too efficient at getting his tackles. That's why people hated Sam Hubbard. You know, he's too efficient. He only played 600 snaps, but he got, you know, 65 tackles. That's it's irreplaceable. It's undoable, againable. There's some verbiage for you. But he did it again and again and again. Same bullshit with Trey Hendrickson. Well, I didn't play enough snaps. He won't get any sacks. Didn't have enough pressures. Ugh. Wrong, wrong, wrong. So give me Trey Hendrickson. Ryan Green, how do you feel about Cleveland linebacker core? Now they traded for Dion. Better. I think all uh I think all people are feeling better about it. You know what I'm saying? Um they have a talented middle linebacker, something they've wanted for for a while. They've tried to draft him, Jeremiah Wusu Kormoa. They tried to trade for him, Anthony Walker. Not that those are not good linebackers, but I guess they think that Deion Jones, well, the price they had to pay, which is a late round pick, third, fourth, whatever, is worth at least that. So, um, I like I like it. It's an upgrade. Take some of the weight off of these other guys. Chris says, LOL, I'm a Pats fan, and Bill's going to make Jack Jones, J.C. Johnson, J.C. Jackson 2.0 and ship him off from the sum team to pay him a huge bag of money. And underperform because Bill's is a mastermind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patriots fans have to say things like Bill's a mastermind at the end of everything because there's not much else to say, Chris. Sorry. I'm sure you're – I love you, brother. Bill's a genius. Ain't going to last much longer. If he's such a mastermind, why the fuck did he draft Mac Jones? Come on. All right. Haram Bender says, closet Pat's DB fan, I guess. So there's a, we got another micro niche out here. So, so far on this, on our brand, we have Mace. He's the, uh, the IDP. Uh, what is he? He's the IDP. Oh, Miss Tackles uh, micro niche. And Billy's micro niche is Patriots defensive backs. So we're really driving in hard on the niche. We might actually start a show just about Patriots uh, defensive backs. Um, you know, would you all subscribe to that? Would you love that? I'm being an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, would you trade Carlos Dunlop and LaMarcus Joyner for Marcus Davenport? Or is that too much? I wouldn't. Just keep Carlos Dunlop's going to give you, I mean, he doesn't have the kind of upside necessarily that Marcus Davenport presents theoretically, but I mean, just go look at their numbers compared to each other through Marcus Davenport's whole career. Even in these down years, Carlos Dunlop has been there for you at the very least, and he's scored some points for you. 
So, all right, I'm going to pull up my final uh, defensive back rankings over here. I guess I'm going to stop streaming on TikTok because, like, not, nobody's watching anymore. There's a handful of people I started to ignore them. Let me put this down. All right, uh, TikTok people that were here, thanks for coming. It was real. And now it's over. All right. Bing bong. So that was the, uh, the answer to that question. I would definitely just keep your guys. I wouldn't trade for Mark Stavenport. Uh, do I trade Joe Mixon for Hall? Yes. That's a pretty easy yes for me. Joe Mixon is just what he is. I mean, he's a volume running back who isn't very efficient anymore. It doesn't seem like he's getting a little older. I mean, just get Hall on your team. There's unrepresented, there's unacknowledged and unseen upside there. I don't think, I think we're on the downhill slope for Mixon. Michael Walker out this week is rough. Any sleeper DB recommendations this or linebacker recommendations this week? Pete Werner is up there. Yeah, like I said, Pete Werner has been coming up the rankings a lot lately. Um, a handful of guys have. I mean, you just got to keep adjusting. You know, we can't just sit on our hands. And I said something the other day about adjusting my dynasty rankings, and somebody was like, oh, you can't. But look at these old dynasty rankings where you had this guy here. And I was like, yeah, and I changed that. Like, isn't that the whole point? Like, would you be happier if I had left him in this terrible spot for a longer period of time? I didn't under I didn't understand that. <laughs> he was trying to dunk on me. I was like, bro, what are you talking about? All right, let's talk about these uh, top defensive backs here. We got Derwin James, duh. We got Tunnel and Noah Hafanga getting a lot of love on Good Morning Football, getting a lot of love around the league. We got a budding superstar for IDP. We got a superstar across the NFL at the safety position. Um, Jamal Williams, or Jamal Williams, Jamal Adams, woo, Keanu Neal. I mean, their time in the, sh the sun, their time in the sun is faded. We have Derwin James and Talano Hafenga. Their time has come and, and it will hopefully last a while. Mink is still up there. LeJerry Sneed, Antoine Winfield, Donovan Wilson up here pretty high. Um, actually, now I'm looking at this. I don't know why he is that high. He shouldn't be that high because Jerron curses. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill mike rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo it's 13 years old soft as a flannel bathrobe and after a few hundred dirty jobs demonstrably and undeniably indestructible this is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but... 
If you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. So I'm going to make an adjustment now. I will keep him as a playable asset, but I don't want him that high. I think I'd play him below Kyle Duggar. Um. Anyway, sorry, we had Jalen Thompson pretty high here. Buda Baker, they've been, you know, decent all season. Jalen Thompson getting some plays, had an interception last week. Harrison Smith, obviously top 10. Julian Love, he was on the IDP waiver wire thumbnail. He's been having a really good season. Uh, now, I know they brought in Landon Collins, and some people seem worried about that. But everything I've read seems to indicate Landon Collins is going to be playing linebacker. So I think Julian Love's a safe guy to have uh, in your lineups. I'm a safe guy. I recommend it guy to have in your lineups this week. Jaquan Brisker. I had him in my top 10. Thankful for that. He's a beast. Uh, he had a sack last night. I didn't even see his final stat line. I just, at this point, I'm just mad. I don't have him in dynasty. Cause I don't have him anywhere guys and gals. And it hurts. Okay. It hurts, but I know he's a beast. I had him ranked appropriately and bing bong. There we go. Jesse Bates here versus New Orleans, probably a little high overall, uh, but I, I, I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. He's, I, I could see him getting a pick here. He's been really close to a couple of really big plays, uh, and it seems like he's he's on the edge of kind of a like a lot of positive regression, but just positive things seem to be very close to him. So I don't want to undervalue that. Now you will see that I have people probably like, oh yeah, Von Bell so low. What's what's your deal? Why do you hate Von Bell? Me and uh, myself and uh, Mace just talked about this the other day. You know, Von Bell, a lot of his points this year, not to take anything away from him, he has had three interceptions, though, through five games. In the five years of his career before this season started, he had two interceptions. So we don't, I don't want to overly correct for that. Now, granted, I've had certain points in time, I've had Von Bell all the way up in like my top five and six as a season long guy. I still think he's a great player. But like I said, I didn't want to. I don't want to overvalue him uh, going into this week. Now, I say all of that, all of that. He's at 16, and I'm like, man, Von Bell revenge game, though. Who dat, who day, though. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I will give him a little bump here um, just just because, that's, you know, just for the fun, just for the fun of it. I, you know, I think Xavier McKinney's probably a little high here just to, if I'm being honest with myself. So I'll probably bring him down so I know I can move him up there. Um, I think I'll even put him above Brandon Jones this week. I think 13 feels appropriate-ish. What do you all think here in the comments? Do you think that's a fair move? Um, just given all the circumstances, I'd be interested. Uh, Xavier McKinney, not been having the most amazing season that I wanted, but uh, I still think that he has some, some good things coming his way. He's still a good player. Um, so we'll kind of have to watch how that goes. You know, it's kind of weird ranking uh, Julian Love ahead of him, but Julian Love's been having a better season. So, you know, got to adjust. Chuck Clark, love Chuck Clark. Richie Grant's up here. Cameron Curl, Mike Edwards. Tyron Matthew has not made any massive plays yet this season, um, but he's consistently one of those guys you want to have in your lineup. So I don't want to fade him too, too much. Trevon Diggs, uh, Javon Holland. That kind of rounds out my top end, guys. Got some line, got some defense uh, cornerbacks down here, still in that playable range, you know, defensive back three flex area. Jalen Ramsey, Kenny Moore, Marlon Humphrey, you know, just Trevon Diggs. I'm not just a safety guy. You know, you can play I you know cornerbacks, I think, and still get plenty of points. And if you want to, you know, get fancy with it, throw a couple of them in there, and maybe you'll catch a lot of upside. 
All right, got a couple more questions here coming in. It says, I have TJ Watt, Max Crosby, and Dynasty. Picked up Max after TJ got hurt, and he's been killing it. Yeah, I mean, you picked up the top defensive line player on your waiver wires, my guy. That's dope. Um, I guess you're only starting, like, one defensive line player, though. Would you trade one or keep both? Thinking of trading Watt since he's been since he's older and seems hurt all the time. Man, that really cuts deep. Um, but if you're in just a one DL or one IDP league, yeah, I would – be fine trading either of them honestly i will say watt's gonna give you a bigger advantage long term um because his points per game his points per snap i mean he's max crosby's having a great year tj watt is still in a complete league of his own um and that's easy to forget when he's on your bench and on your ir spot i understand that cade smith says should i trade brandon cooks deontay and olave for Devonte adams um I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many uh, spots guys you start in this league, what your situation is, but, I mean, if you can trade three guys who at any given week could just be on your bench for a guy who is never going to be on your bench, yeah, I think that's a fair enough trade. Now, granted, what's the deal with you this week? You know, Devontae can't play for you this week, so that's, you know, I don't know what that whole situation's like. And this is the thing about fantasy football, and here I go getting on my soapbox, but I feel like what I'm doing right now, talking through this stuff with y'all, is really, I see people tweeting out on Twitter and stuff like it's not important, like this is not helpful. In my opinion, this is the most helpful thing you can do is actually answer people's real questions. My, 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 my dude, 420 Hustler, he's not the most liked or loved, neither am I, but he's really in the shit with people answering their questions, giving them the best advice possible curated and contextualized around them you know you can get on twitter and you know give yourself a clean place and a safe space to say whatever the fuck you want about whatever you want you know what i'm saying and that's fine you have every right to do that but to say that actually sitting down with people answering their start sit questions answering their trade questions giving them actual advice whether it works out or not is not helpful not useful it doesn't make any sense you know what I'm saying? I, I just having feedback off of somebody who thinks about this all the time, that's invaluable, in my opinion. Um, even if I get it wrong. And you all know that too. You make your own decisions. I'm 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 taking information that I see that I have and I'm filtering it and I'm giving you my perspective and my best opinion. And you know, you will take that as a smart, unique, thoughtful individual and you'll add it to all your own thoughts and you'll make a decision that's best for your team and hopefully. Welcome out on top. IDP Army represent that league. Speaking of which, we are 5-0 and in the bash. We barely made it out alive this last week. Barely. Three points. God bless Josh Jacobs. God bless that man. God bless Josh Jacobs. All right. So Bryce Lee Long, sorry, Bruce Lee, says, should I trade Mixon for Hall? Didn't I already answer this? You should. I would grab Hall for Mixon right now. Hit that button. There we go. See some. He's on it. He's on it. And do I trade Keenan Allen for Amari Cooper or nah? Yeah, probably. I mean, the thing about injuries, you know, this early in the season that lasts this long is, I mean, they could come back. You know, what I'm saying like Amari Cooper's been fine. He's been more than fine. Um, I would be totally down to do that trade, hundred uh, percent. Lunch table ledges to start one of these for week six. Damian Wilson, Dre Greenlaw, Harrison Smith, Isaiah Sim Simmons, Cody Barton, Frankie Louvu back on the injury report. You can't trust. Start one? That's pretty easy. Harrison Smith for me. 
Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. All right, Nabil Jerome says uh, Jalen Ramsey or Donovan Wilson started DB. Well, let's see. What are my, my rankings here would tell me? I think that I still have uh, – looking right at them. I know that – I'm sorry. Here we are. So here's Ramsey, 26. And I put Donovan Wilson. We just – we just I just moved him down here. So reflected in my rankings, I think I feel safer about Ramsey. And I actually do like that because he gets P.J. Walker this week. If Ramsey was ever going to get a cheap interception, it's going to be this week. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, and my rankings reflect that kind of thought process, it looks like. All right, Allen, cup toss-up for me. Maybe Coop is a little younger. All right, answering that question for the homie. Appreciate all the feedback and all the love from everybody in the comments. Wiz 2000 says, Lloyd, Z. Franklin, Mosley, who should I stream this week? Got Luvu, but questionable. Prayers up for Frankie Luvu, the best linebacker in football. <laughs> um, definitely start Lloyd, my man. He's been on a freaking tear. Like, he's on a tear right now. Um, playing 100% of snaps. Get him out there. Don't look back. All right, Isaac Pekka says, I have Keenan. Do you think he'll play, or should I pick up Josh Palmer in case Keenan doesn't play? I'll have a backup option. Yeah, I mean, I think you should always be prepared for Keenan Allen not to play at this point in his career. Um, now would I just play Josh Palmer? I don't know if that would be the answer. I can tell you this. I bet Josh Palmer gets more points than Curtis Samuel got last night. Thanks for dropping that touchdown, buddy. Buddy boy. I'm not mad. <laughs> is Jonathan Allen trustworthy? Yeah, he is. He's having a good season. He's playing. He's playing like a big dog. Uh, I mean, fuck, he got an interception last night. He's a detentive tackle. I think he batted down a couple of passes himself too. I mean, he's a beast. Get him, Jonathan Allen. Get that man. All right, Cliff H coming back. He says, Buda Baker to Sean Elliott. Rest of season. Elliott plays in the box and he's got crazy numbers. These are these are big facts. These are big facts. Buda has been pretty consistent, but Elliott's numbers are crazy. Big facts again. Um man. I we, you know, Mace put this out the other day, and I gotta I gotta kind of go with it too. You know, it's you can't just keep playing Kyle Pitts if you have better options. You can't just keep playing Buda Baker if you have better options. Um, if Deshaun Elliott is available to you, I think you are on the right track that he needs to be higher higher ranked rest of the season. Um, it's tough to say that stuff, guys. I know it. Um, but I, I think that you're really onto something there. That's a really, really, really good question. But you're right, Deshaun Elliott has been having a crazy season. It's kind of nuts because he was one of my favorite sleepers. Was he on the sleeper list this year, guys? I don't remember. I know he's come up on the channel quite a bit, and I know because I've had him on quite a few teams. Um, he was just so under the radar on on what was that show they do? Uh, Hard Knocks. Like I don't think I saw Deshaun Elliott ever on Hard Knocks. Did you? Dope. So to follow up with your response on Rashawn Jenkins' questions, we start 2DB, 2LB, 2DL, 1 IDP flex in addition to offensive players. It is dynasty. Does this change anything? I Yeah, keep Rashawn Jenkins around. I mean, you're on to something there. You want good IDP players. You want guys that, you know, the good thing about players like that, too, is like he's he's good. Like we know he's good enough to be around, but like he's not popular. He's not a big name. 
So he could have dynasty value at the defensive back position for like five or six years, kind of like Deshaun Elliott, just as a as a under the radar kind of guy who's just been in lineups for a while, you know, and he's he's worth it. So, yeah, I would keep him around for sure. Chris, love you too. Aw, because the Pats are on the ball and play defense, LOL. We just need a game manager like Brady. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Chris, my guy, everybody needs a Brady. I'll drink to that, even if this coffee is lukewarm. Oh, God, that was terrible. All good. But what's Tomlin doing drafting Kenny Pickett? Just messing with you? I don't know. I don't. Here's the thing. Tomlin doesn't. He's never had to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like having a good quarterback is like a, a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that Tomlin just, even with Trubisky, I feel like he just didn't know how to handle what he had because he's had something different for so long. Does that make sense? Like Trubisky, and I'm not like, I don't want to stand like a Mitch Trubisky apologist or anything. God. Uh, but he isn't as bad as he looked. I don't think he could have run the ball a little bit more. You know, they could have tried to actually utilize Mitch Trubisky, you know, instead of like try to turn, do what Big Ben did. He can't do what Big Ben did. He can't, even dinking and dunking is not a skill set that he has, really. You know what I'm saying? So Tomlin's struggling as a coach. I think he's learning a lot as a coach. Um, we'll have to see. Touche, Mr. Patriots fan. No need to post that. <laughs> I don't care. Go crazy, guy, guy. We have fun here. We, uh, you know, we have fun here. All right, Jay Kamoa. Oh, I like the way that rolled off the tongue. Jay Kamoa says, Jay Phillips, Frankie Luvu, Bobby Okay, or Alex Singleton, start one. I don't want to start Alex Singleton. I don't want to start Phillips. Frankie Luvu is questionable, so I'm probably going to slide into the Bobby Okreki tree here. Um, as my top play. Let's take a look at the linebacker rankings. See if my words match my previous words and thoughts. All right, so where's old, where we got these guys? Here's Orecki, 24. Um, yeah, I don't see any of the guys you mentioned ranked ahead of him. Frankie Lulu's just below him. Where do I have Phillips? Down here. Maybe that's too low. Is it though? I mean, if Deion Jones is coming in, speaking of which, where's Deion Jones on my list? Your man's got some work to do. Being a fantasy analyst is a never ending, it's a never ending story. Shout out to uh, Kyle Brandt. <laughs> uh, okay. Bobby Okrecki, final answer. Thoughts on Jonathan Ingram. This is coming in from Brendan on YouTube. Says, thoughts on Jonathan Ingram. I've seen Raiders have a new D coordinator, and he is weak in coverage, so his snap share could drop. I have Petrie and Hafanga. I mean, you're set up well. I don't think you should get rid of Jonathan Abram. Um, you know, he's – he's keep him on your team if that's kind of what you're asking because um, you don't know how long you have Hafanga and Petrie for. You don't know how long that defensive coordinator – you know, even if he does choose to bring his snaps down, you know, we don't know that for a fact yet. Oh, listen to this. You're sleeping on Von Bell this week. Didn't we just have a whole, oh my gosh, guys, I'm like 25 minutes behind in the comments. Jeez, how are you? I'm so sorry. Gosh, dear Lord. Um, You're sleeping on Von Bell this week. We, we talked through that. 
We talked through that. He came up a few spots. He came up a few spots. Uh, what are your thoughts on Deshaun Elliott and Paulson Adebo? Adebo. I don't have any thoughts on Paulson Adebo. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't. I have not been paying attention to him. Deshaun Elliott has come up on the channel over the years. Definitely been a guy we like around here. Love seeing the success he's having. And I think you know. I just said maybe at this point you could probably rank him above Buda Baker rest of the season, just because the kind of way he's been playing. Yeah, y'all called Brisker at that conference y'all were at. You streamed it live. I told y'all I drafted scene. Y'all said you should have went brisket. Well, you know, we do what we can, you know, and if you want to go out there and make poor decisions, that's your decision. And we still love you and we still accept you. And guess what? Somebody will trade you brisker. Somebody out there right now is writing a sell brisker high thread. He doesn't play the right snaps. Start retweeting that. Put that bug in your, your league mates ears. Make some moves. That's the fun. This is the game, my friend. The game. Brisker is not, you know, it's a thing. Don't look at Brisker as not on your team. He's not on your team yet. Okay. Don't look at, you know, you let somebody else take him for a test drive. You know, you said, I don't want to take the risk. Now I know the risk is gone. A little hedge. Go get him. Finesse. <sighs> Vaughn's been getting solo tackles also. Yep, that is a big thing. You know, I, they're his the solo tackle to um, assisted tackle ratio is something that can really screw you sometimes. Um, and getting a lot of solos, especially if he's getting them, you know, in a way that is coming through in the stat sheet, because sometimes they mess with that. That's what you want. So y'all keep me honest. Like I said, we brought him up a little. We brought him up a little. That's why I changed the name, this, this, the name of this show as well. It's not just like, the IDP ranking show, it's like rankings. I think I changed it to Q&A and like debate or start sit because I'm I want to hear what, you know, what the the consensus of what other people are seeing and hearing and like where they're at. Um, and it's, it's you know, keep me honest. You know, I'll, I need I love feedback. I thrive on it. <sighs> Alex Pierce or Devin DuVernay. Now that Bateman is out, just play DuVernay. He's been so good this year. Yep. See, Chris, man, Chris, you trying to get a job, my guy? You just busy bee up in here. <laughs> He's right, though. Play DuVernay all the way. DuVernay all the way. Look at that. You had you had a perfect chance there. See, Chris, the guy who's going to get your job would have said DuVernay all the way. I'm just messing with you, man. Thanks. Hey, no problem, Jeff. Like the emoticon, dude. Cash stylist, would y'all trade Ramonde and Lockett for Mixon and Waddle? That's a good question, Cash. Um, man, I'll be completely real with you. I don't have any Ramonde. Again, I'm not the Patriots guy. I'm like, I don't have, I don't think about Patriots players. No matter how many points they put up. Um, that's that's my bias. I acknowledge it. Uh, Ramondre and Lockett for Mixon and Waddle, though. I think Mixon and Lottles, Waddle's where you're going to want to go. Tua will be back eventually. This is still Mike McDaniels-led offense. Uh, Mixon is still a massive volume running back, and he doesn't have anybody else breathing out his neck. Nobody's hurt that gets Mixon to be the guy, like Mixon's the guy. So I would still take Mixon and Wallace, so you, Waddle. So I think, yeah, that's it. I would make that trade for sure, Cash. Cash is stylist. Sorry. Who's the real Cash? People want to know. Ryan, uh-oh, non-fantasy non question. I don't know how I'll answer that. Uh, but do you have your Chiefs winning this Sunday? Do you like the spread for Kansas City being underdogs? I don't – I mean, can't, 
Whoever has the ball last will win this game. That's my final answer. I don't know. You know, I mean, the the Bills pass rush is a thousand times better than the Chiefs. But that's not something new for the Chiefs to have a bad pass rush. Even the year everyone said it was good, it wasn't good. Um, their overall defensive unit is better now, I think. I don't know how that offensive line's been looking, though. I mean, it's looked a little rough for Mahomes out there at times. And if we're being real, he is missing Tyreek. Don't let him tell you he's not. They're missing. There's a reason Travis Kelsey is like the only person he looks at in the red zone. Only person he really trusts. And I'll be like, oh, well, you know, he threw, I know he threw one to uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. But I mean, like, Travis Kelsey is a guy that he trusts on that team. So I think the ball goes, I think whoever's the ball last wins this game. I hope it's the Chiefs. I really, really, really do. But I would be okay with the Bills winning because y'all know I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm a Steelers fan, I'm a Bills fan. AFC's tough for me, but I got three shots to have somebody in the Super Bowl. I don't hate that. Um, Man, it's going to be a damn good game, though. Like, I'm excited about that. All right, question from Chris. He says, CJ Gardner-Johnson, should I keep him or send his production only picked up with Slay out? I'd probably keep him. You know, I mean, I don't know who you're going to drop him for. I mean, there's always that question. Like, I'm, you know, if you, what's the option that you're going to replace him with on your team? You know, you should, and I wouldn't just drop him to have an empty bench spot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so those things are kind of relevant. Um, or do you need to pick somebody up for a buy? Like, so it, it, he's not somebody I'm dying to keep on my team, but he's not somebody that I'm just like dropping haphazardly either, especially if he's his production has definitely stayed picking up. Um, Eagles are a competitive team, so he's going to have a lot of people throwing the ball this year. Should I start Wentz Saturday night? Shaking my head. I had to start Wentz last night. Shaking my head. Yeah. Um, Godspeed, brother. <laughs> Listen, you can win still. I won one of my bash leagues a week or two ago when Mitchell Trubisky put up like one point. One of my highest teams right now in underdog, speaking of which, y'all should go play underdog fantasy with us. One of my highest teams in underdog, my quarterbacks are Dak Prescott and um, Jameis Winston in the best ball mania. Like, I just don't – I have, like, missed quarterback play for multiple weeks, and I'm still doing very good. So you can make it. Uh, just make sure – I mean, I would just be very thoughtful about who you play with the rest of your lineup this week and just try to maximize upside. Cliff, I appreciate the help, my man. You're providing detailed reasoning, helps think through this stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't – I want to coach, you know what I mean? But ultimately, you know – you guys, you know, everyone makes their own decisions with their own lineups. You know, I can only give my best, uh, my best advice, you know. So I appreciate that you all are finding value here. And like I said, I think that this is valuable. I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't sit here for an hour just to hear myself talk. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do all. I mean, like the production value. I mean, go look at some more earlier videos. Like, I mean, I wouldn't put this kind of work into it. If one, I didn't think it actually meant something. And two, I didn't think you all really got something out of it. And it seemed like, and again, the feedback and the back and forth. It's always always a positive thing. It's always good, and I, I appreciate that. I'm I'm just pumped to see us keep getting bigger and grow, and just continue to bring more cool people in, get more people playing IDP, playing all fantasy football, you know, and just having a good time, and just like building a really cool community brand, you know, group of people on the internet that you know really about it. So appreciate you, Cliff. Good to have you here, my guy. Thank you for the kind words, Chris. You as well. You know. And everybody's welcome. We'll razz on our Patriots fans. We'll razz on our Saints fans a little bit. We'll razz on our Eagles fans. But it's all respect and it's all love. You know what I mean? Like, we all love the same thing. We all love football. And there's a reason for that. Intrinsically, 
for all of us. I'm sure some of you started with fantasy. For some of us, it didn't. But there, there's a reason that we feel so passionately and we're so interested and invested in this. Um, and I'm not going to fight it. I'm here to, I'm here to ride the wave, baby. We appreciate you, Jordan. I love the Sunday live stream. Appreciate it, Travis. Travis has been kicking it with us for a long ass time. We love all our OGs around here. I need to find a way to give y'all like a tag or something to like, you know, so people in the comments be knowing. Um, or I just keep giving y'all your shout outs because y'all earned them. Uh, start Thielen or Mike Williams? Definitely Mike Williams. I love Thielen, but again, like, uh, I mean, he's just not the guy there. Mike Williams is the guy. Let's just stick with Big Mike. And he's not Big Mike. He's like little Big Mike. Because Mike Evans is big Mike. Need a DB this next week. Delpit, Chuck Clark, Brandon Jones, all on waivers. Rolling the dice with Jones and his ups and downs or the steady production from Delpit or your boy Chuck. Go with Brandon Jones. I mean, last week it worked out really well. And again, he's one of those guys. He's kind of a weapon at safety. He's not just a, a safety. You know what I'm saying? Um, get him. I think that's I think that's the play. I mean, let's, let's, and I say all that, let's take a look at the rankings. We got them up. Let's take a peek. DBs. And I think that will be reflected. I think I have them around 14, 15. 14 right there. And there he is, Chucky, right behind him. Not fading Chucky. Just saying he's behind him. And then who else was the other one? Uh, Delpit. I got Delpit a little bit lower as well. So stick with Brandon Jones. All right, so Cade Smith coming in against says, Should I trade? Mark Andrews for Hill and Zeke. No, 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 no. Here's why. There are six other players in your league right now that will produce the same amount of points that Zeke does at his position. There's 10, five or six other players in your league right now that not only will produce what Tyreek Hill does, they might outproduce him. There's only one player in the entire NFL that could potentially, and he we can give him the crown this week, but he still hasn't got it yet this year. He's fighting to get his title back as the number one tight end, and that's Mark Andrews. All right, I know Kelsey had four touchdowns last week. Everybody's hype. He's never done that before. He's only had one three-touchdown game before. Travis Kelsey is who he is because he consistently puts up higher-than-usual numbers. So does Mark Andrews. Just because he, you know, don't, no. <laughs> I hope that, uh, just no. Love you, Cade. Uh, all right, Chris says, start Mike Will. Keenan probably won't play. Yep, yep. It takes a village, y'all. All right, Aaron Ken says, amazing, uh, Aaron Kelly says, amazing stuff, my man. I'm a commissioner of another IDP league. And I'm going to talk you up in our chat. Best IDP content around, in my mm -hmm. opinion. You know what? I'll take a drink of lukewarm coffee. Not even lukewarm anymore. I'll take a drink of cold coffee for that, for the culture. To us. Oh, so bad. So bad. So good. <laughs> to be honest, I think Pitt won the draft, kept the fans happy, and didn't move up to grab a QB. And just like the Pats doing a rebuild. Fair. I really wish they would have rebuilt around Jameis Winston or Kirk Cousins, though. My opinion. What do I know? Or Deshaun Watson. I mean, fuck. We've already, Pittsburgh's already been through the, I'm going to put on my, one, I shouldn't be cussing. Sorry about that. I'm going to put on my 
cynical hat. I never took it off. But I mean, Pittsburgh makes perfect sense for somebody with the sort of shady allegations going on around them. You know what I mean? And we would have been just fine having him miss 16, 14, 10, whatever games he's missing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he would have been a great fit for the Steelers too. But guess what? Steelers fucked around, you know, and now he's on the Browns. Like, I don't think we can, as a Steelers fan, like everything's all hunky-dory right now. Not really, but it's like, oh, we knew the Bengals were good. No, we knew, you know, the Ravens were good. Are the Browns about to be really fucking good? Because they have objectively one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, period. Before he got in all this trouble and wasn't playing, this is the guy who was up like 24 to 0 on the of the Chiefs in the postseason. Okay. On the fucking Houston Texans. He's good. Are the Browns about to be really fucking good? I don't know. We'll see. Start Dantzler or Hufanga. Come on, Travis. You know the answer to that. It's Huffa. Huffa. Huffanga. 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 Adebo is a decent floor play, but gets hurt, but gets tackles out of the slot. Would you consider Amon Ross St. Brown tradable? Uh, I mean, every player is tradable for the right price. But for me, I mean... I like getting the iron price out of my guys. I mean, that's, that's you know, if you want somebody from my team, you pay in blood. Um, especially if it's Amon Ross A. Brown. Actually, I want to pull, I'm going to pull up the index for y'all because I want to see, if, I want y'all to see how high I have Amon Ross A. Brown in Dynasty right now. Because it's pretty high. I mean, it's not pretty high. It's very high. All right, where am I at? I'll go to the index first. I think he's a top five wide receiver for me now. Like, it's really like that. You know, you have to, adjust. like I said, adjustments have been made. Um, the question was, can he keep being good after the one, the crazy run he went on? He came back, and he was still good. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I made adjustments. Not that he was too, too low. All right, wide receivers. There he is. One, two, three. I got him as my dynasty wide receiver four right now, y'all. So, I mean, is he tradable? Yes, but he's worth a lot. Like, ooh, I don't know how I didn't adjust that. I mean, definitely a first, like multiple first, right? I just saw somebody trade. Uh, we had a question on the channel yesterday. Alvin Kamara, somebody got multiple first-round picks in the dynasty trade from Alvin Kamara. Or no, it was actually, I got it on YouTube, or too many social media outlets, TikTok. And I did a video on, oh my gosh. The trade question was on Twitter. I took a screenshot and I did a video on on YouTube. But the guy got two first out of Alvin Kamara in a trade, basically. I mean, there was other stuff happening, but that was the gist of it. If you can do that, I mean, if, if people are paying that, you should get definitely get multiple first for a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown. So is he tradable? Yes, but you need to people need to pay what he's worth, not what they tell you he's worth. The person buying him is going to tell you he's worth a lot less than he's worth. You set the price, Nabil. He said it fucking high. They'll come sniffing around. They'll come back. They always do. Dynasty 1QB. Okay, this is a really detailed question. So start 11. 
offenses. So we got uh, let's go straight to the IDP. Two, three IDP flex. Okay, twenty-eight man rosters. I think the IDP scoring is fairly friendly. Quote or air quotes, not air quotes, real quotes. How would you approach IDP rostership? Okay, this is a great question. Twenty-eight man rosters is a good size for a dynasty. Um, three IDP flex is 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 pretty good. Um, you, I would honestly think you should get a little bit more, but I think in this, in this, in this particular setup, I'm want the best guys. Now you'll probably hear some people tell you they're wanting to stream and all that. I don't want to clutter my bench or my team with like IDP players on my bench. So what I want to do in this situation personally, is I want to get as many of as a flex. So I want to get as many top end linebackers as I can, if I'm honest. Um, I would love, love to have three consensus top 15 linebackers, not in name, but in scoring and sort of usage. Uh, that's where I would go because that's going to give you the best floor. And if you get the right linebackers, that's going to give you a good ceiling. Um, you know, and if I was going to go for a, a combination linebacker as well, a, a defensive line slash linebacker, I mean, obviously, TJ Watt is your number one priority. Alex Highsmith is doing really well. He has a dual designation. Um, you know, those kinds of guys would be interesting, but I still would try to focus on Jordan Brooks. I would still try to focus on Foyce Olakun. Um, Dynasty, I would be maybe looking a little younger. Devin Lloyd, definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Devin White, who's in the Dynasty community, he's, his name's been kind of pissed on a little bit, uh, for lack of a better word. Get him now. He's still a top three dynasty linebacker, in my opinion. Um, you know, right behind Micah Parsons, right behind Roquan Smith. You know, so I bet you'll be able to get him a little later than that. Probably five, six, seven. Try. That's that's what I would do. FF Lefty. That was a good question. Insightful question. Hope I gave you a good answer there. Tyreek Ellis. Good to see you, Jordan. All right. To Tyreek. Another sip of ice cold coffee for an OG. Don't say I never did nothing for y'all. I hope somebody's laughing at my pain out there. Not pain. Slight discomfort. <laughs> FF Leftist. Oh, my gosh. More context now, right? I should have read all this earlier. Uh, currently rostering Brooks, Campbell, Lloyd, Highsmith, Miles, Jack, Greenlaw, Luvu. Overkill. Thanks again, man. Okay, good. I kind of, kind of already touched on this. Maybe a little bit of overkill because, again, you're only starting three defensive players. And I mean, you start 11, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a third of your roster, um, starting roster, you know what I mean? Or, or right around that or a quarter of it, right? Well, yeah, a quarter, essentially. Let's just round up to 12. You don't want to, I wouldn't have that, that many guys probably. Oh my gosh, Tyreek, I'm so sorry. I did that. I'm goofing off. I didn't answer your question. Wow. I need to do some soul searching. Um, no, no. Mm -mm. No, I wouldn't be worried. I think, you know, he's still, I mean, we know the tackles are low. We knew that coming in. We knew that would be hedged a bit by his quarterback hits. That's coming to fruition as well. We know he's not overly disruptive, not a lot of pass deflection, everything else. But he's going to keep getting his quarterback hits, and that means eventually he's going to be getting some more sacks. And he's, he's already behind the line of scrimmage that deep. Tackles for loss, I hope, start to go up a little bit more. What my DL1 status, I still like him as that. I still like him as that. Um, 
I still like him as that. I think he could have a, a, a get right week too. So keep an eye out. All right. So back to FF lefty uh, for more context, um, probably a little bit of overkill. I mean, I would, I would probably be willing to cut Greenlaw. And, you know, I would definitely keep Brooks. I would definitely keep Lloyd. Here's the other thing, though, too, in a league like this. I mean, I would keep those guys. I'd probably keep Devondre Campbell and then keep Miles Jack. I would probably keep those other two. Greenlaw, I would ship. I would probably be fine cutting him, honestly, if I'm being real with you. Luvu, just because his name's so hype right now, I'd probably wait till he has gets healthy again. I would try to move him for something, you know, dynasty. I mean, if you can get like a fourth or something, because guys are going to be interested in, you know, getting a top linebacker, Um, you know, I mean, especially if they're out there starting guys who are linebacker fours every week, because they're being told they can stream these guys. If you can get a Frankie Luvu, you get a Frankie Luvu. And if you can get a fourth for that, or even a fifth, anything again, that's going to hold some value over time, even though Frankie Luvu's might be high now, there's going to come a day soon where it might not be anything. A fourth round pick's worth a fourth round's pick worth a fourth round pick. You know what I mean? Like it's eventually it becomes something else, but the currency of a fourth round pick really only goes up until literally the second you make that pick. Frankie Luvu, we got some ups and downs coming. So um I'd be fine, like I said, rostering two backup linebackers, probably enough. You have a good squad. I love Brooks. I love Leonard, or not Leonard, I love Lloyd, love Highsmith, love Campbell. It's great guys for you. Love Miles Jack. Um, love it. Love it. What is Najee Harris value in Dynasty? Thinking about trading him regardless of QB, I don't think he's good, unfortunately. Okay, here's the thing. We knew Najee Harris wasn't good, okay? We knew he was a volume running back who could catch passes. He's just Le'Veon Bell all over again. The problem was people said Le'Veon Bell was good. We were talked into believing that if you touch the ball 400 times, you were somehow good, okay? If they threw the ball to you 70 times, you were good. No, that's just how the – dealer system works okay and he's a good guy for that system so is he good for that system yes banged up right now yes is the team good no there's not going to be hardly any goal line equity we're seeing that they can't keep drives alive so there's not a lot of plays we're seeing that and he's banged up we're seeing that thinking of trading him not the best time to trade him best time to trade for him yes but I think your league's already caught up, Cliff. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. I mean, are you getting trade offers? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I see there's a spammer in here. Tinder X hot XYZ, best adult dating site. Ugh. No one cares. Um, I think your league's probably caught up. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you getting offers? Are you fielding offers for Najee Harris right now, Cliff? Talk to me, Cliff. All right, daily help. Let's me this MF. Let's make this MF famous so he can quit his real job real life data job straight up share like subscribe for as little as a quarter a weekday you can join the idp army and you should i mean that uh famous i don't know i need to do something like virally incredible well but i don't know what that is you know i have some rants that are pretty good maybe if we did like a super cut of me just like going insane that might get somewhere. I don't know. But I appreciate that. I really do. I, I really do appreciate all the support from everybody. You know, comments, DMs, retweets, likes. I mean, literally, you guys are all over the place. The IDP army is everywhere. I was talking to Billy and Mace last night. You know, it's it's building this brand early days was kind of tough, you know, and I, I kind of did not sell up. I was 
bit of a caricature to a degree because I wanted to get eyes on IDP. And I told him last night, you know, like I'm trying to kind of move away from that. But I don't know if I mean, like, is that the right move? I tweeted something about that this morning. You know, should I kind of change my social media persona and my to present myself in a more likable way, quote unquote, so that I get more followers and I get because I mean, I know how to gain the fucking system. Like, I know how to do all this. I mean, I could I let and people like, oh, if you get 20,000 followers, you do it. I could do it. Okay. But it takes that being your motivation, your intent to do that. That's never been my motivation or intent to be huge. Do I think I will be huge eventually? Yes. I think it's going to be a long, slow, steady climb to the top. I think we're going to fucking make it. But, I, but, you know, like I've never had mass exits of followers. I've never had massive influxes of followers. It's just been like people follow me because they know what's up here. That's in the NFT community. That's in the football community. That's in the fancy football community. So, um, but I mean, if you got a fast pass to get me famous, holler at me. Now, listen, I did. I did fuck up one thing. Billy told me I fucked up. I had an opportunity to get my Twitter account verified and I chose not to do it because I'm a man of the people. Was that a mistake? Probably. I need y'all to keep me in check. I need y'all to be like, Jordan, get big so we can get big. All right, I'm a daily help. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Travis says, Flex Thielen, Boyd, or Eno Benji? Oh, man. I think Benji's your play. I don't, I mean, I never thought I would sit here and say play Eno Benjamin, but um, that is if, okay, if Higgins is out, play Tyler Boyd. That's my caveat. I like Adam Thielen. He's just, we're never going to get the Adam Thielen. Like, Adam Thielen is now, like, what Randall Cobb is now. Like, we can remember what he used to be, and, like, we can see flashes and sparks, and, like, he'll have games where he's fantasy relevant, but it's like, it ain't it ain't like that anymore. So, play, you know, Benjamin probably is your best bet, and if, if Higgins is missing again, which I'd almost play Boyd just because I don't know what's up with Higgins. You know, last week he murdered my lineups murdered them um all right Cade says should i trade cd for deontay johnson and brandon cooks <sighs> no i would keep cd and i mean he's about to get dak back you know what i mean like he's been good he's been playable you know theoretically he should have something better in store drew says what up what up what up drew i uh, said so what up what up again shout out to hustler it's the second hustler shout out today we're rebel scum, baby. Um, Travis not with the, I guess those are the crying face emojis. Loving it. Travis not go with Boyd. If, oh, man, Ryan, I love how we're all like in sync. You know what I'm saying? We're all in sync. If Boyd play Boyd, if Higgins hits, otherwise I would say, you know, cause Seattle D is that awful. Yes. I'm sure there are many men in Seattle right now. Like, Hey, Seattle D isn't that bad. You get the joke. I think Derek Shepard would have something to say about that. And so would Meredith. Seattle D is not as bad as you think. It's got 19 seasons. We got 19 seasons of Seattle D on TV. All right. Is it 20 seasons? I don't know. How many seasons of Grey's Anatomy are going on right now? Y'all are like, okay, he's going off the rails. All right. If you have, and I'm just going to keep answering questions. I mean, I know this is a podcast show, whatever, but I mean, Fuck, people are here. I don't have much to do today. I'm just going to answer all y'all's questions. Let's keep it rolling. This has been a good time. So if you do have St. Brown, try to get J-Mo also before he starts playing. Jamison Wilson, or J-Mo, that's 
JMO. <laughs> Who is that? Jameis? That's Jameson, right? I forget his name. I don't watch college football. We're playing that combo will be unstoppable. And if one misses a game, the other one goes off. Yes. And the other thing is, as long as that defense is bad, they're going to have to keep throwing. And think about Jared Goff. He's not bad. I'm not saying he's good. I would put him like on the spectrum of quarterbacks. It's like in this being good and this being bad. Like I'd put him right in the center here on the spectrum. And the first guy towards bad, I would put Derek Carr. And the first guy I would put towards good would be Kirk Cousins. Like he's right here. Okay. And I think that we've kind of seen that with, with, with Jared Goff this year. Like he was terrible whenever Fisher was his coach. He was pretty dang good when Sean McVay was his coach. He's not still not bad with Dan Campbell. You know what I mean? Like that says something to me about Jared Goff intrinsically. And that's come from somebody that just dogged the fuck out of Jared Goff for years. But again, that's one thing I, I think that gives me a slight edge on some people in the just in general. It's like I don't I don't marry my takes. I I heard when I was 16 from a guy once he said something very wise. He's like, you know, have things in your life that you hold lightly and have things that you hold tightly. You know, fantasy football takes. Most of them are not meant to be held tightly. All right, Ryan. Yep. You know, good play. Agreed. Seems like we're good there. All right. We got a says Fournette, DK Metcalf, Lockett, CEH, Keenan Allen, Hopkins. D Monty and Deontay full PPR, which side wins. Okay. So this is a trade question. It says green. Thank you. All right. This is a good trade question. So we got an A side and a B side here. B side is wide receiver, heavy Keenan Hopkins, Deontay. Um, and then the other side, we have uh, two quarterback or two wide receivers with DK and Lockett, both on the same team. And then we have Fournette and CEH. So I would question a couple of things about this trade. One, why is this person trading you DK and Lockett? I would just, I mean, uh, without any context of seasonal, go see when Seattle's uh, uh, bye week is. I'm curious now. Are they trying to get out of under something that's coming up for them? Um, you know, maybe you're the one doing that side of the trade. I don't know. Fournette, CEH, I like a lot. I like buying CEH in perpetuity because... He's on the Chiefs. He's like Devin Singletary. It's like he's going to get his eventually. He was this close to two touchdowns this last week. Didn't happen for him, whatever. So I like that side. Um, I think I'll say that pretty confidently, even with the DK and Lockett thing, because your running backs are more fragile. So I'd rather have two of those. You're getting two of those for one. David Montgomery, his role and situation and his whole life is fragile. I mean, that man's. He's living on a knife's edge every every snap. I mean, you saw him. They're like, oh, we love David Montgomery until till it's fourth and one. And then we love Khalil Herbert. I don't know. I don't want none of that. Now, granted, you'll have that same bullshit with CEH. They love Jarek McKinnon all of a sudden on the first two downs or whatever. But, again, you get two for the price of one. I'm going side A. <clears throat> All right, Cliff coming through. He says, what's Jamison Williams' value in Dynasty when he comes back? Thinking of trading him and Najee for Watson and DK. Oh, I think that's a. I think that would be a good move, honestly. Had Lance, but he's on IR. I think this – it sucks for Lance, the Lance situation because, like, 
I think because what's going to happen is you're going to hold him, and then when he comes back here, I want to keep him, and you're going to play him, and because you've had him for so long. I think this, the wise decision is to get rid of Lance in general for everybody watching us. If you have him, just you don't want those problems. And if he comes back, great, get him back on your team. Okay, you can get him later. Um, I also have four first next year. Maybe I draft a QB. I don't know. Um, I don't know because the last time I traded a rookie wide receiver. Before I knew anything about him, his name was Justin Jefferson. Um, I drafted him in the second round of Dynasty, and I traded him like two weeks before the season started for Miles Garrett. And I have to live with that every day of my life. And it sucks. So you might want to just wait and see what we got with old J-Mo. All right, so Chris says, yep, my 16-team team IDP league, I draft TJ Watt, Michael Parsons, Owusu Koromoa, Bobby Okreke, Kaiser White, Diablo, who's been a, 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 a beautiful thing to watch this year. Watch Diablo come out. Cool name, cool team, good player. Marcus Williams, Jeremy Chin, Edmund and Pitts, and got lucky picking up Pufanga. Man, that's a dope defensive lineup. But my offense is still not very good. All rookies like Olave, J-Mo, Burke, Thornton, and Lance. Man, that's tough. Well, let's fix your offense, you know? I mean, let's, let's fix it. What can we do to make your offense better? What's the DL rankings look like, bro? I'm sorry. I can change those for the people that haven't been here in a while. That's my bad. Um, we were looking at them earlier. I've just kind of kept them up. But you can also check out the site, idparmy.com. My rankings are up. Mace's rankings are up. Um but here's kind of what the DL rankings are looking like going into the week as I kind of have them. There you go, Sam. Appreciate you keeping me honest. Would you trade above what I was offered? But, yeah, that trade above is what I was offered. But, yeah, surprised anyone wants him. But, no, they do. So, wanting Najee. And that's the thing, though. Like, I'm a – I want Najee. Like, if I was going to go, I was thinking about sending trades out for Najee because – even if the doubt is there and the doubt is a discount, you know what I mean? Like Najee before the season, I mean, people would laugh at you for even sending trades for him. Now you have to be thoughtful, you know what I mean? Because you see the upside and the downside. Whereas that person didn't have that, uh, the person who has Najee on the team right now probably didn't have that advantage, you know, of knowing that there was a downside. Use that to your advantage. Don't overpay. But also, if you get a chance to get DK and Watson, seems like a no-brainer. I would just be you. Authenticity matters. You know, and that's the thing. I keep telling myself that. You know, and Gary V says it, you know, and everyone says it. Um, well, everyone that's done any real shit. Time, you know. Give, 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 give. Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Andy Frisella is a guy who, I mean, he's not perfect. No one's perfect. Gary Vee's not perfect. But people say truth, and truth is truth. You know, if people are saying things that are meaningful and matter and long-term value, take that. And authenticity is something that, yeah, in the short term, it has cost me a lot. Like, literally, it's cost me money. It's cost me relationships. It's cost me, like, chances to advance places. But I have an advantage over so many people Whereas I'm, there is, I don't have any secrets. There's nothing to hide. You know what I'm saying? Like I am the same person on this channel as I am in my DMs, as I am on my Facebook, as I am in real life. I mean, and there's something so liberating about that. You don't, you don't feel, oh, this tender person's back in here. You don't feel like you don't feel imposter syndrome when you're yourself. 
You can't be an imposter when you're yourself. You don't feel so much insecurity when you're yourself because you're not trying to make anything appear as though it's not what it is or not there. So I'm, I, I hope you're right, Chris, long-term, I hope it pays off in a big way um, in the relationships that I do have in these, the places that I am able to move freely. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad everybody that, you know, again, it's, it's a good feeling too. Like, even though my following is not massive, it's like, and it's, but it's growing and every person that subscribes to the channel follows me on any platform. It's nice to know that I don't, that they're there because I've represented myself as myself. It's a, it's a good feeling. So I appreciate that. I'm glad that, you know, you guys are, it's been a good therapeutic session for me. I guess getting a lot of affirmation from, from my peoples out here. Love you guys. What are your thoughts on Caden Stearns with Simmons coming back? Yeah. I mean, he's a dynasty guy you want to hold on to. He's been okay. Um, but J Justin Simmons is still that guy. I will say Kareem Jackson. I think he's what? 30. He's, I think he's thirties in his thirties, right? 32, 33. Um, let's see here. Uh, so I would definitely, you know, I think there's a spot for him. You know what I mean? Long-term on this team. Where do I even have Kareem Jackson? There's Cameron Curl. JJ. There's Stearns down here, 37. Hmm. I don't even look like I have Jackson in here. That's something I need to, we need to, you know, guys need to be adding my fantasy pros as well. Because the way that the uh, the rankings default for IDP every week is they just drop 50 in there. So I got to go back in here and I got to add, look at these motherfuckers. They aren't even in here. I got to add all these guys in. So these rankings, again, they're not perfect. I've, you know, I started the show by saying that they're going to get updated again after this because they need people added to them. Um, but Kareem Jackson, that's what we're here for. Let's take a look. Age 34. I mean, Caden Stearns is going to be fantasy relevant on this team for a while. He's a young gun, um, you know, and he's kind of proven that he can – you know, play safety in the NFL right now. Let's see how young he is. He's very young, right? 22. Yeah. I, I like I like that. Ooh, this is fun. I got projections for him on here. That's interesting. Let's take a look at his stats real quick. Um, also, if anybody knows anything about Google AdSense... Uh, hit me up in the DMs because I don't know what I'm doing and I would like to know what I'm doing. All right, 2022, 13, so 20 total tackles in five games, four pass deflections, two interceptions. I mean, no, yeah, those are good numbers for a guy who's only in his second year coming in off the bench. Uh, tackles aren't elite, but again, if you're getting four pass deflections in fantasy pro scoring system, those are like, worth as much as a half a, a half a assist, which makes no sense. Or I think maybe they, as much as a tackle, but um, an IDP one, two, three, they're three point play, uh, an impact play. Get you know, you get your ball and hands on the ball is turnover opportunity. So uh four of those, that's good. And that's kind of what the that's kind of what Jess, uh, Justin Sim, Sim, Simmons does. You know, he's a ball hawk kind of safety. So pull my DL rankings back up for my guy, get back to our questions. Um Man, it's an hour and 30 minutes in. I'll go 15 more minutes, I guess, overall, just because I do have to upload this to the podcast peeps, and they're probably going to be like, dude, what the hell is your problem? 
Um, what's up, Jordan? Looks like Justin Simmons will be back soon. Yep, there we go. We're definitely going to keep an eye on that. Ooh, getting a little hungry. What do you think about holding on to some rookie linebackers this year? I'm in a rebuild and picked up Terrell Bernard, Brian Asamoa, Leo Chanel, and Chad Muma. I like those guys. Um, you know, if you're especially if you're in a rebuild, I'm hoping you have a couple of taxi spots available to you. I would probably prioritize Muma and Osamoa. Uh, and then that's who I would prioritize of that group. But I, I like that strategy. And it's smart to be thinking ahead. FF Lefty says, same three IDP flex. My team is top three. I have a ton of 23-3 capital. What is Parsons worth in picks? I'm in the position to overpay, I think, any more tier-up targets. Let's take a look. I'll pull up the ultimate IDP index, which, again, I told some some of y'all are in. You get if you're in our uh, Patreon, the Black Ops tier. Let's see what we got Micah Parsons valued at right now. Tier one, he's a buy. Estimated draft pick value of first plus. So that's kind of where I'm at with Micah Parsons. If you can, um, you know, get what you think a first is worth in your league, plus a little extra, I think that's kind of where his value is right now. Whether that's offensive or defensive, I'm not sure for you, depending on what, you know, or even if that's just more picks. But, um, that's kind of the value range I like to use. All right. Space Monkey Mafia. Do you think Tib will lose his DL designation soon? Giants seem to be liking Mobile. I don't think he will on Sleeper. They usually don't do those switch. They don't do those switches in season, they told me before. So it won't happen in this season. Jordan BU man, I think the way. I like the way you think you're entertaining, but not over the top like other channels. Just chill, good perspectives. Appreciate that. You want success organically and not overproduced and fake. Preach. That's I, I, I agree. That's that's what I want. I would like I said, it's sometimes it gets tough. You know, we're in year four and I would like to be a certain spot, but I know where we're going. And, you know, the journey's the journey. It's an adventure. Um, and I'm glad to be doing it with you all. All right, says, what up? I have a stacked IDP team. I moved off Shaq Leonard as a Colts fan for Josh Allen. Not bad. Tell me I didn't fuck up. Still have Roquan. De yeah, you didn't fuck up. <laughs> I still have Roquan and Devin Whitey says, geez. No, you didn't fuck up. You did the right thing. When you stay, you will follow you for you, not what you produce. I appreciate that. I guarantee your fan base will be more than loyal and consistent. Way more long consistent. And that's I've I've experienced that to a degree. Like I said, sometimes it just gets tough to you do look around sometimes and I, I try not to do that, but I try to be authentic, open, own honest, dare I say vulnerable with y'all. I don't think I, I don't know. Ah! I have Swift, Eckler, C Mac, and Pierce. Would you trade one of them for a QB? I have Wentz Goff and Garoppolo shaking my head. I mean, if it's if it's super flex, I would definitely be interested, you know, if you could. But if you have Wentz and, and Goff right now and Garoppolo, I, I mean, I think you can be okay with that, especially with those blind back, oh, running backs. All right, y'all, we're getting close to the end here. Oh, wow, we got a super chat. Appreciate that. Traded Fournette for Dalvin Cook. Good deal. Half PPR. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, I I like Fournette a lot, but I think it's. 
thoughtful because I have been seeing a lot more Rashad White than we saw with the other kind of backups that were there. Uh, Dalvin Cook, it's kind of a buy low opportunity. The touchdowns have not been coming his way. So I think it's a smart move. I don't know how it's going to pan out for you, but I think it was a good deal. Uh, yeah, overall, I think that was a pretty, really good deal just for a straight across trade. Appreciate the super chat. Super chat work button is a, it's a powerful thing. All right. Got to run. Thanks in all the chat. I don't get to catch you live much, but one of the great things, as long as you're answering questions from the chat, not only are we getting the answers we want, but maybe things are talked about that we're not. Exactly. And that's, I, that's the thing, too. I'm able to, like, hear, you know, you know, I, I'll, my context is only what I can see and do myself in my leagues. You know, when you, you know, I, when you bring in your leagues, your players, your picks, you know, your sleepers, you know, your teams, your, your individual knowledge, I add that to mine you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a good relationship we have. Ken Vasquez says with Michael Walker out torn between dropping Hicks and picking up Rashawn Evans, one point per tackle, half a point for assist, two point TFLs, three point sacks, two point force fumbles and three point fumble recovery. Stick with Hicks. Rashawn Evans is not overly disruptive guy. He's not going to probably get you any of those auxiliary, you know, plays. Hicks can do that. Appreciate it, Chris. Appreciate you being here, man. It's been a good show, y'all. What about 2023 for Thibodeau? That's possible. You know, they could change it. It is possible. So uh, if you're already thinking about that, maybe others are too. Maybe start gearing up for that. Space Monkey Mafia. So, wow. Hour and 35 minutes. Had quite a few people come through the live stream. Um, Appreciate each and every one of you. Hopefully, like I said, we got some value out of this. Like I said, I want to give a shout out to Jason Quinones, who you know did the super chat. Always appreciate that. Happy to answer everybody's questions, though, to vibe with you in the community. Remember, you know, for a quarter a weekday, you can you know support us in the, in the Patreon. Uh, the link is in the description. We would love to see you there. But we love seeing you here in the comments as well. Leave us a thumbs up subscribe to the channel tell your league mates about us you know now that you're five and oh you can let them know you know they need a little something to keep them going so uh idp army it's all love idp the p is for positivity